Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Sky here, and we are back at it with episode number five of the Room One Twelve podcast. Now let's clap it up because I've been very consistent. Okay. You have now just entered Room One Twelve. <laughs> Before I get into the episode, I just want to send out all of my love and my prayers to each and every single one of you. We are all going through a tough time because of the coronavirus. I hope that in this time we find ourselves, we find our passions, we enjoy the people around us, and we just appreciate our life even more because let's face it, some of us woke up today but thousands of people died because of this virus, you know. And um, I just want to give you guys a quote that Dwayne Wade posted on his page. It says, don't use your energy to worry. Use your energy to believe. I also have a PSA for all you dumbasses that are outside on the block having fun, rolling up with your friends. You are not only putting yourself at risk, but you are putting older people at risk that you may live with. You are putting your family members at risk and the people around you stay your ass home. With that being said, today's episode is going to be about how to stop missing your ex. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there is no magic potion to stop missing your ex. You're not going to stop missing him or her with the snap of your fingers, especially if you've been with them over a year or you really love them. You know, but I can give you guys some tips on how to speed up the process a little bit more. And that's what I'm going to be doing in this episode. The first step to not wanting to miss your ex or to kind of speed up the process is to block, block, block your ex. You do not need to have your ex as a friend on social media. You guys broke up for a reason. You also do not have or need to have um, fake accounts where basically fences, fake Instagrams that you make to add your ex and then see everything that they're doing. All right. You guys broke up, like I said. There's no reason why you need to see what they're doing. And half the time when you first break up with someone, they're always posting their best life because no one wants to look like a sad ass Sally after a breakup, you know, and that's with Instagram in general. We never really post what we're going through. We post when we're happy. We post materialistic things that we want. So you never really know what anyone is going through. So honestly, you looking at that person page, you're not going to really find anything, you know. Maybe sometimes they might throw a sub at you here and there, but that's none of your business either. I remember um, in my last relationship, I was drunk one night, and I decided to look at my ex's um, social media Um And I seen him dancing with this girl that he told me basically not to worry about. It ruined my fucking mood for about two weeks. I would go to sleep and see him dancing with this girl. And all that did was fuck me up and delay my healing process. So after that, I just told myself that I'm just 
going to worry about myself and I'm not going to even look at it. And you guys should do the same. And let me tell you, my healing process definitely sped up when I just decided to say, you know what? Fuck it. What he does is none of my business. Who he dances with is none of my business. You know, and I just left it at that. Moving along to tip number two. Tip number two is going to be to fill your fucking feelings. A lot of the time when we get out of a breakup, we want to do everything to distract ourselves from the fact that we may miss this person, that we're sad about this person, that we're angry about this person. You guys are fucking humans. Especially, like I said earlier, if you've been with this person for a long period of time and you really love them, you're gonna be sad. Allow yourself to be sad. Allow yourself to be happy. Allow yourself to be angry. Go through those very important emotions because if you don't, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass in the end. Okay, let me say this again. It's going to bite you in the ass in the end. And it's definitely going to slow down your healing process when you could have been way ahead of that process. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, when I say feel your feelings, I don't mean, you know, soak for months in your room being depressed all the time. You should only give yourself a week to two weeks to really feel depressed, cry, eat your um comfort foods, you know, be in your bag, listen to your sad music. But, you know, once that's done, um, for the rest of the months to come, you know, I would say pick a time out of the day to journal down your feelings. Say like eight o'clock, you know, you don't think about this person to eight o'clock, but when eight o'clock comes, take out your journal, write down everything that you're fucking feeling and analyze it, you know, for an hour or so. Then close that fucking book and don't think about them again. And then repeat it for the next day. This is very helpful when not, when um dealing with your emotions because in the process of journaling how you feel, you're not under, you're not only understanding yourself, but you're understanding what happened in the relationship, why it happened in the relationship, and what you can do to avoid this with the next person that you're dealing with. So yeah, you guys, don't be afraid to fucking cry. I'm a crybaby. You know, if you know me, then you know. I will cry my ass off. I will get these feelings out because that's how I'm going to prosper. Okay, so I'll suggest that you guys do the same. Now, tip number three might be hard for a lot of you guys that like to go around just fucking people and you basically don't believe in sexual demons because they are real, but that's another topic. When you're going through a breakup, I would suggest not having sex, dating, or anything for a year. When I was going through my breakup, I believe it was one year, eight months ago, I didn't have sex. I didn't flirt. I didn't date. I didn't even talk to a man that tried to talk to me. And I didn't have sex because I didn't want anything distracting me from healing. During this time of not dating and not having sex, you need to be focused on yourself. You should be able to, during this time, analyze not only what the other person did wrong in this relationship but what did you do wrong because you know half the time when a relationship ends both people some way somehow 
contributed to some type of pain in that relationship. And I not only use this time to analyze my relationship, but I had time to really, you know, go to therapy, realize why I date the guys that I date. Um, I had to, I went back to my childhood to see maybe if my breakup had um, something to do with how I was raised or, you know, the relationship with me and my father, how that probably affected you know, relationships that I got into in my early and late 20s. You know, a lot of people think that you get over someone by getting under someone else. No, that's how you fucking um, get into the same relationship, same, same fucking toxic relationship that you was in before. That's how you bring your baggage from one relationship to the next. Be alone. All you have is you at the end of the day. That's all you have. You don't need anyone else. When you're so dependent on another person for your happiness, that's why relationships fail. Because people always want to come into a relationship looking for their other half. No, you need to come into a relationship looking for a person a person that is already whole. And you need to be whole yourself, too. So, like I said, take this time. Be single. Don't be out here fucking everybody. Don't be out here um, going out every night drinking because you want to get someone off your mind. Use this time strategically to work on yourself and to glow the fuck up. Are you guys ready for this one? I'm going to pause. Are you really ready for tip number four? Now, tip number four, get out your bag and get to the bag. There is nothing worse than a bitter, broke, male or female after the relationship, okay? During this time, you need to find a hobby that makes you happy. A hobby that's going to keep you healthy and a hobby that's going to make you money okay after my breakup I've always been one to work out and to stay healthy but I made sure that after this breakup I'm not gonna miss one day of the gym and I'm gonna change my eating pattern because whether you um, notice it or not what you eat really does have an effect on your mood and how you feel throughout the day You know, eat some vegetables, eat some greens, you know. I'm not saying you got to cut out everything in your diet, but just eat everything in moderation and make sure you drink some fucking water because I know you want your skin to be clear, okay? Um, I also picked up a hobby of my podcast. You know, it makes me happy. I get to vent. I get to talk to you guys. I get to talk my shit. And then um, I picked a hobby also that makes me money. I'm coming out with some things soon, some lashes, so be on the lookout for that. You know, um, that's a shameless plug, but yeah. Um, You guys should definitely, like I said earlier, take this time to glow up mentally, physically, emotionally. During this time, also aside from your hobbies, find something you can connect with. I know that not everyone believes in God. So whatever it is or whoever it is that you believe in, pray to it. 
I know that I have a strong spiritual belief in the universe and the Lord, and that alone sped up my healing process during my breakup. I pray every night. I asked God to heal me every night. I did not skip one night of prayer, you guys. Pray. Prayer is so fucking powerful. So powerful. Do it. Do it and believe in it. And I promise you, you're going to see changes. You really are. And you not just read it, but you analyze Every single thing on the paper in that you're 100% brutally honest with yourself. Because the only person that's going to be 100% honest with you is you. Look at that paper and promise to never be that guy or that girl again. Promise to work on yourself. And if you was the toxic one in your relationship, promise to never be that person again promise yourself. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. My last relationship was very toxic, but I also realized that I was toxic too. And now looking back, I don't even recognize that person that I was from before. And the reason why I don't recognize that person is because I diligently worked on myself. I really did. And it was hard. I had to go deep. There was night when there were were nights where you know I cried because the hardest person to change is yourself. You get so used to the things that you do and the things that you say that you kind of get caught up in a routine. I had to break those routines if I wanted to be better. And because of that list, because I really sat down and analyzed that list, and I promised myself that I would not be that girl anymore. Now I'm a woman. But it's because of that list and because of the hard work that I put in every day to not be that girl is why I'm healed and why I feel like I'm now ready to put myself out there and date and not bring no extra baggage. I also know what I want in a man now. And I know what love looks like now because I put extra love into myself. No one is going to love you like you. All of these things that I mentioned in topic four is a form of self-love. Eating right, self-love. Doing things that you love, self-love. You know, also go out by yourself, self-love. Realizing that you're all you need, all you need self-love come on you could do it you're beautiful and not only on the outside but on the inside you are beautiful okay look in that fucking mirror and tell yourself that Tip number five, you guys, we are almost at the end of the tips. And tip number five is to be the person that you want to date in the future. If you want to date someone that's nice, make sure that you are not a bitch and that you are nice yourself. If you want to date someone who has their own place, have a good job, make sure that you can say that you have those things as well. 
if you want to date someone that's outgoing, that has great style, you know, try some new clothes on. Explore your style until you find something that you like. Stop being in the house. Go out, have fun, as long as it's responsible fun and you're not drinking or doing irresponsible things to get over the person that you were previously with. You know, build those connections. Um, make a great core group of friends, you know. If you want someone that's financially financially responsible, don't go out spending your money on bullshit. Like I said in a previous episode, you can't be a bad bitch with a bad credit score. So make sure you work on that first. Do not expect a list of things from a guy, from a man or a woman, and you yourself don't have anything on that list. Who are you kidding? What are you doing? That's the whole point of all these tips is to work on yourself. Get over missing your ex and work on yourself at the same time so that now, moving on to tip number six, which is the very last tip, you'll be ready to date. Which I feel like dating comes a year after you've done all of these things that I've mentioned earlier. So once you, you know, block your ex, understand your emotions and your feelings. Analyze the relationship. Take care of your mind, body, soul, and spirit. Build close relationships with your friends, your family. Explore yourself. Explore your life and get to the bag. And you respect yourself and most of all love yourself and love the Lord or whoever it is that you believe in. You are now ready to date and hopefully in the future get into a healthy loving relationship like I stated you're not gonna stop missing your ex in a week or you're probably not gonna stop missing them within a few months but if you're patient with yourself if you love yourself and lastly if you learn to forgive the person you were previously with because they're human. You know, forgiveness is a form of self-love. I'm rambling here, but I didn't mention forgiveness, you know. Forgiveness is a form of self-love. When you don't forgive, you're bitter. You're angry. You don't have to forgive for them. Forgive for you because you want to let go of those negative feelings that you have towards them. And like I said, how are you going to ask God for forgiveness and you yourself don't know how to forgive or won't forgive? So yeah, this is your girl Sky. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I am signing out. I'll see you guys next Sunday.